Welcome back to the Two Beers Pod. Pod for the everyman. I'm Jordan. I'm here with Drew. What up? Get your your beers ready for the Two Brew Salute. I got the, uh, I know you yelled at me last week, so I got the Pseudo Sue Pale Ale from Toppling Goliath, and I have never had this. Yeah, because that's a it's a big big difference from what I what I brought you. Well, this is just the pale instead of the IPA. Uh, I'm let's, still, let's, ha- uh, let's have a sip. Yeah, my uh, my heart's still fractured from the uh, from the incident last week on the bruise that my man. I'm actually I'm actually taking it easy this week. I got my uh, my old old steady faithful Corona extra that I'm sipping. There you on. go. You I'm are not a gonna Corona lie, man. Uh, Saturday, I went a little too heavy on the pumpkin, so I'm not trying to even play up the uh, the second pod. But yeah, I uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll leave it at that. So <laughs> go ahead. All right, well, little, what we got on tap here today, Drew? All right, on tap, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit, and uh, we're gonna take a look at some interesting movie trailers that have surfaced over the last couple couple months that we think are uh, gonna be real. Real highly anticipated movies in 2021. <laughs> um, we're going to look at that. Uh, we're going to look at our top five movies of a very, very talented actor who we'll leave leave for now. And uh, then we're going to look at our, our NBA and some winter sports previews for when they're coming back. We're going to look at the boxing weekend that we just went through. So a lot of big fights. And then... Uh, we're gonna cap things off with a little Masters preview, and then of course we're hot. So even if you don't want to listen to parlay of the weekend, even if you're not listening to the content, listen to the parlays because we've just turned ten bucks. Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah, we we just turned ten bucks into seven hundred and twenty dollars in two weeks. So it's actually four hundred twenty-five, but still, we let's. We, uh, well, it's on it. It's on its way to seven hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, more than that, bro. More that's than right. that. So keep. Uh, Let's keep, All right. this, keep hey, this thing rolling. Before we get into this trio of trailers, um, we have our first mailbag. So oh, I, mailbag. Uh, yeah. Um, so one of our, um, t- actually two of our faithful listeners, um, after listening to the Star Wars pod last week, um, Mia White, my uh, amazing sister, and her BF, uh, Tony Arungu, um, is from Kenya. And he, uh, they, they have this piece of trivia tying Star Wars to Kenya. And um, I'll just read read the email. It says, fun fact, in Return of the Jedi, there was a character, Nien Nun, Nunbi? Nien Nun, who was, he's the guy that, Drew, you remember that he has the face where his face just looks like Flapjacks? Uh... Sure, he, he was sure, part Flapjack of, guy. I remember him. He, he, he had those two big, like, floppy cheeks. Who was part of the alliance and basically the co-pilot of the Falcon with Lando? Uh, played uh, the voice was done by Bill Kipsang Rotich. Uh, he speaks a seemingly made-up language, but it is in fact Kikuyu, which is a language spoken in Kenya by the Bantu people. The actor and the movies became super popular in Kenya because of this. Uh, the actor who voiced this character did not pursue a career in entertainment. However, when the final trilo- trilogy was released, they found him in Kenya and brought him back to reprise his voice actor role and also still spoke Kikuyu. So so the story is that the guy who did a lot of the voice acting there 
um, I guess this this Rotich guy was um, a, a student in California and just tried out for the part and they gave it to him. And then that was it. He goes back to Kenya for like 40 years. And, and the guy who does the voice acting was like, no, we got to find Rotich. Like, we got to find Bill Kipsang Rotich and, and, and bring him back. And they did. And so he, he did the voice in the newest three movies, too. So, and, and he's like, he, yeah, he's like a Kenyan hero. So pretty cool. Just wanted it's, to follow up on that from from uh, last week's pod. Uh, keep keep the emails coming. I got to say, a lot of a lot of celebrities are Star Wars nerds, and they they try to get in on the the movies now. So I know, uh, yeah, who plays the new James Bond? Who's that? David Craig. David, uh, yeah. David Craig was actually one of the stormtroopers in The Force Awakens. Who Ray, oh yeah, Ray tricks into letting her letting her go out of the. Uh, I guess the chair with the handcuffs, whatever that whole thing was on their mm-hmm. battle station. Um, and uh, Jason Sudeikis was uh, one of the stormtroopers in the season finale of The Mandalorian. Mando, yeah. Mando season one. So. Uh, um, oh, and so I, I did run all this past our Star Wars expert Casey Shea from last week, and okay. he was not he was not aware of this Kenyan uh, connection, but he did have the Funko Pop bobblehead thing of the character. Of course, he did. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll just add that to uh, him not knowing uh, that Duquesne stole the Falcon. <laughs> so two for two. But uh... anyway, fun fun little follow up. So so let's yeah. get into a trio of trailers Oof. here, man. I'm, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Trailer yeah. one. Yeah. Highly highly controversial from the get go. This movie, which always happens whenever they reboot this, the Batman. So why is it controversial? Uh, anytime there's someone new slated to play Batman, it's oh, okay. always, people, like people always people just, just have just, opinions. They just assume the worst. I guess ever since Keaton got replaced in the uh, in the original Batman series, and it kind of went downhill. Anytime they hear somebody new, so who's the new Batman going to be? So the new Batman is for all you Twilight fans, this guy right here included, Robert Pattinson. He is playing the the new okay. Batman under. Matt Reeves uh, direction, you know, I, in the trailer, I, I noticed a lot of the, the, um, supporting roles. Um, oh yeah. Oh, they got and, a, they got a great but cast. I, um, I was, I didn't really watch the twilights. I think I watched one, maybe the first one, maybe I know I watched the final scene. I don't know. I just never really got into it. I mean, they're, I mean, it's your typical kind of teeny uh, bopper stuff. Yeah. With vampires, you know, yeah. it's pretty much what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I dug, I'll tell you, me, uh, me and listener of the pod, Anthony Romano, and one of our uh, other friends, uh, girlfriends at the time, we, uh, you know, we used to go on uh, some some hot dates to go see those movies. It really, uh, you know, really bonded our friendship around the Twilight series. So uh, I thought the first the first two were pretty good. The third one was solid, and then the last two were just absolutely terrible. But gotcha. so what are we thinking there. about this Batman um, Batman movie? Yeah. It's called the Batman. It um, is the Batman. Where does it fit in the anthology of, uh, of everything? It's a new. They're just starting over. It's not. Okay. It's not a continuation. Um, this it's was not, supposed to it's, be. It's not at the beginning though, right? It's not this, like. So, it's oh, not so like in, when they did the it with Liam now. Neeson with like. Um, so it's basically supposed to be what I think it is. Picture the Dark Knight series after mm-hmm. somewhere between the Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. I would say that's where. Where he's gotcha. you know, he's come back the, he's come back from training, but he hasn't really gone completely mainstream yet. Um, he's still kind of finding okay. himself as the Batman. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I've 
I actually think I actually since the get go before the trailer even came out, I actually liked Pattison getting selected. I don't know why. I just uh, yeah, you know, he worked with Christopher Nolan in Tenet, which I still haven't seen. Oh, obviously, I haven't seen that. Yeah, well, yeah, just because uh, you know with Corona, pretty much everything's been shut down. I know they they played it in some theaters, but. You know, any, anything Christopher Nolan and any actor he works with, just, you know, somehow they just do a great job. So I'm looking forward to him. The trailer, I got to say, DC DC makes the best trailers of all these superhero movies. Like, Marvel can't be touched in their movies. But, man, you watch a DC superhero trailer, and you're hooked. I don't know if it's the soundtracks or just the editing, but, man, from the get-go... You know, they start out with Nirvana, uh, something in the way in the background. Well, it start... starts out with like duct tape. You just hear yeah, duct tape. Yeah, so a masked a masked villain is duct taping, which what looks to be a senator, uh, duct taping his face and says no more lies. So speculation is this will be the Riddler, and he will be the main villain of the. Of I was going to say because they showed some dudes dressed up like clowns, like like the Joker, but yeah, definitely um, no Joker. Um, yeah, uh, say look. The... I mean, yeah. more like the Riddler. Yeah, so what I, what I liked about the trailer is they start off with this scene. Um, our man Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright, who plays Commissioner Gordon, any Westworld fans out there, you know, they know him as Bernard. He's in there. He's kind of given a little speech, which ends up being actually a riddle written by the, the Riddler, or by who we think is the Riddler. And no messing around, 50 seconds into the trailer, bam, we see the Batman. Hey, did I just call the Riddler the Joker before? I think or did you I did. Say, okay, yeah, right. my bad. My my mind, my mind tripped on itself. <laughs> um, you know, it's dark. The trailer's dark. It's gritty. Um, the only, I'll tell you, just <clears throat> yeah. The only thing that worries me is sometimes when these movies they have a lot of the villains. It kind of, eh, you know, the story goes all over the place, and that's really what decides these Batman movies if they're good. It's all about if the story's good. It doesn't really matter who's in it, but. The Catwoman's in this. Um, oh, I uh, her name's escaping me. The actress that's uh, that's playing playing the Catwoman. Colin Farrell is in this. He you probably didn't recognize him because he's, no, I, I did don't, not. I don't know if he's wearing a fat suit or that's just he okay. gained his weight. I was like that guy looks familiar, he's but ca- I can't yeah, place he's, him. He's playing he's playing Oswald Copplepot, which is, is the Penguin. But I think they're just gonna call, have him as a gangster. Not Wait, the Penguin's in? I, oh, oh I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even. If you go, oh well, yeah, he's 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 at the he's at he's got a small screenshot in the middle of the trailer, and then at the end he's driving the car where he goes, man, this guy's crazy. That's that's Colin Farrell. Um, So he's in it, and I don't know, you didn't see him, but I don't know if you recognize the voice. Alfred is being played by longtime favorite of ours, Andy Circus. Oh, I did not. So his voice, you hear him in the middle when that car runs through City Hall. He's uh, talking to Bruce Wayne. So. Andy Serkis, of course, is Smeagol. Smeagol from Paul. Oh, I'm not going to do the voice. I'm saving wait. it for another pod. <laughs> I was going to say, wait until we do we do the Lord of the Rings pod. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's dark. It's gritty. But I'll tell you what really hooks Here. you into the trailer is you get about a minute 35 in, and then you just hear this greatness. Yeah, just him just beating the snot out of that guy. It's pretty aggressive. Oh, yeah, man. it was pretty aggressive, but oh, yeah. so that that was that was actually my um my one um disappointment was that that was I think that was the only thing Batman said the entire time. He may have oh, said I... one one other thing towards the end, but like my 
for me as a Batman fan, I always want to know like what Batman's going to sound like because I just love the grit, like the gritty Batman voice. Like we never had a chance to thank you, and you'll never have to. <laughs> like I, I just love that. I yeah, I actually like that you don't really hear him much. So that 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 part was perfect. And again. You know, they they only shot twenty percent of the movie because they shut down when the world shut down. So the fact that they got that much out of for the trailer, I thought it was great. The only again, the only outside of just being a little worried about how many characters are there, um, I actually didn't like the end when he talked because he was a little it was a little too much of an emo an emo Batman for me. Um, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Why am I a part of this with like the you know the eye makeup and stuff on? Um, yeah, I think it's I. Uh, I Again, DC, they just... The only movie that has actually been good that DC has made is Wonder Woman. And I don't know if that's just because Gal Gadot is just... Ugh, she's just all kinds of wonderful. But that movie was great and it made sense. Aquaman was cool just because of the graphics. But historically, the DC movies thus far have just been such a train wreck. But... I'm hoping the movie's supposed to come out 2021. Um, 2021, little, yeah, we don't got know. Got a little delay. Someone on the, the set tested positive. We, sh- um, we should be able to go to movies by then, right, and feel safe? I hope so. so uh, yeah, so, I hope so. That's pretty much um, my, my life is playing basketball and watching movies, and I can't do either with COVID, so. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, um, hey, that so we just talked about Batman. That kind of leads us into the next next trailer, um, Fat Man. Oh, the I, Fat I, Man. I, I don't know if anybody's ever... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and play the beginning of it, oh, and then this... and then we'll, and then we'll set the scene for anybody. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, well, maybe gonna... we should set the scene first. Yeah. Here we go. Do, do you have a? Oh wait. So, <laughs> here let me let me read it. So it's Mel Gibson. He's playing Santa Claus, and it's it's like a gritty. Here, here here's what it says. Oh, go ahead. Um, so this is Wikipedia. Fat Man is an upcoming American dark comedy action film, written and directed by Eshin Nelms and Ian Nelms, um, and it was executive produced by Danny McBride. The synopsis is to save his declining business, Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus is forced into partnership with the U.S. military. Making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin, who is Walton Goggins, hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. So, I mean, this this trailer is... It's it's delicious. It, it is it, so... Oh, so you took, yeah, you took I mean, the words out of my mouth. So the... Uh, the the assassin has like Batman has like Mel Gibson's face on like a uh, dummy that he's like punching in the face, and and Mel Gibson as Batman is like slugging whiskey, like he he's like sharpening all these knives, cocking guns. Oh god! Like yeah. cussing left he, and right. Like it's it's absurd. And it he, is and so. Not, and not only that, he's he's do he's doing it in like uh like a gravy stained uh wife beat wife beater tank top, <laughs> which. 
Oh my god! You know, I when I when I first saw it, and I was I was I was joking about. It. I thought it was some parody, like one of those you know those parody movies that are so out there. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're gonna you know maybe they're gonna have like Mel Gibson be like sort of like horror movie, movie yeah. or or scary movie or whatever those yeah were. or like, the, like whatever whatever Eddie Murphy's movie was where he played the you know the heavy set family and played everybody like they're gonna do it with Mel Gibson because they're out of ideas. When you find when you find out. You know, about forty seconds into this trailer, that this is Santa Claus, Sherman Clump. Oh my, Sherman Clump. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's that was the character. The yeah, movie the was um... that was the movie. Um, my God, now, this is was that the name of the movie? Wasn't was it? it the, wasn't it the, the Clumps? The Clumps? No, it was um, Nutty Professor. No, the Clumps was a spinoff from that. They they then oh, made oh, oh. a movie about his. It, family. He played every one of the. Uh, oh yeah, the family members. yeah, he played yeah. them all. Well, they were on the Nutty Professor too. Remember, he brought her yeah, to dinner. Yeah, but as I'm saying, that was like the and series. Sherman have a relations. Sherman have, have a relations. relations. Anyway, that's that's not the point of the fact. Yeah, man. no. Um, this is amazing. This spoiled rich kid hires the assassin to go kill Santa Claus because he got cold. the The assassin is, um, Walter. I think it's Walter, Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins who. For anyone who you know, any people, anyone that watches Justified, he is the uh, he's the villain in Justified, and uh, he is Venus, the uh, very controversial character in Sons of Anarchy. Boyd, sorry, Boyd's the name in Justified. Um, he's a great. He's also in Hateful Eight. Um, great actor. He is gonna crush that role as this. Yeah, this, I like oh. the 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 kid calls him. He's like, I want his head, and he's like, Sir heads get moldy and stinky and he's like then i oh, want his beard. beard i'm not shaving a beard off a dead man like <laughs> it's 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 delicious right. his yeah so his, when uh, the, wait so when is that oh that's coming out i think i have it that's, oh, that's coming, coming out 2020 i think it's no, like november 15th hold i think i have it here release november 13th oh, in, it's so, in select theaters oh man and then um and then home media for digital download on November seventeenth, so may... select theaters for the thirteenth. Do we risk COVID to go see Fat Man? Forget, forget, forget risking COVID. We may, <laughs> we may, we may, we may order it on on cable and do a live pod watching this thing because <laughs> it's going to be great. Here's if if you really if you're on the fence about seeing this movie, all you got to do is listen to this. That's not even the name of a reindeer. It, this, yeah, Blitzer. This... He calls it Blitzer instead of Blitzen. Uh, <laughs> so it, he, it... they're 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 like in the stalls, like a horse paddock, like a horse stalls. Yeah. And and the reindeer nips it. I think it's one of the military people yeah, who come to happens. like contract him. Do they contract him to to carry out a hit? Is that what they do? Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if they really get into it. What the military? Yeah, I don't know what do. the military angle is, but uh. I, somebody's there and one of the reindeers nips the person in the butt and he's like ah it's Donner don't worry if that was Blitzer she'd tear your tear package, package clean up oh uh, <laughs> it's Blitzer. great man Mel, Mel Gibson I'll tell you the uh, oh my gosh I yeah uh, you know God uh, God help us this is this is this is this is life in 2020 yeah anyway all right so then the the third trailer that caught our eye was um let him go it's a Kevin Costner flick coming up. Um, and it's it's hard to say, like, what time period it is. It looks like yeah, no clue. Uh, we, we think it's like the 1950s in 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 like western part of the country. 
Well, you think that. I still think it's modern day, but we'll I think it's modern day. I, I think it's the 1950s because based on the cars that I saw and the appliances, the hairstyles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, but, so... but basically it's his son has a family and he, you know, it's, he's playing somebody's own age. Uh, the son has a family and the son passes his daughter-in-law remarries with, and, and his grandson now has the stepdad. And so then the daughter-in-law passes and this, this stepdad, you know, that the wife remarried takes the kid somewhere. And apparently I don't know what the deal is, but um, the matriarch of that family is just kind of like, you know, this, this evil person. Like I, I don't mid, know. I don't like, know what's like the a evil Midwest part. gang. Yeah, they, so he's, he, he's like he he has to what to say let him go. They have to go get him back, and he yeah. like, apparently he's gonna say let him go. But but um, now now he's a wee boy. So now now what's now a wee boy? That's their last name, or is that's, that like I, I get, that's I part of the gang? That, I, I assume that is the family name of this gang. The wee boys. he's a wee boy now. Yeah. So, um, don't one of the what when they when they're looking for the kid, somebody somebody goes, well, don't you worry. If you're looking for the wee boys, the wee boys will come find you. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The so and Kevin Costner's playing a retired sheriff. Um, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. he's a retired sheriff. His wife. It, being, it looks good. Yeah, his wife's being played by Diane Lane. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a the you know the best part of the trailer is when the matriarch of the Wee Boys, um, you know, or Diane Lane is you know lets her know they're that. all standing around like talking. Yeah, I don't know if it's a negotiation or what. But... The new the new the new husband it was was smacking around. Uh, the their the yeah, their daughter in law and uh the matriarch goes, Oh, you hit your wife and then you know, you think, you know, she's gonna, you know, reprimand him and then she just smacks the hell out of Diane Lane and then there it is and they're off to the race. And then Kevin Costner's like trying to I mean, yeah, it's a it's a brouhaha in the middle of the living room or whatever. So Yeah, so I uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's gonna be good. I'm not sure when that one's coming out. Um do we got oh, a release shoot, date I on had that it. one? Um Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Is it? It's coming out tomorrow. Okay, sweet. Um, Let him go. Um, I, I don't, man. I here. Here's my here's my question. Are you going to risk COVID to go watch it? No. Um. I'll Comcast. No. It. I'll Comcast that one. Um. Well, wait. Well, when does it when it comes out? Does it come out the theaters or does it come out the Comcast? Uh, it doesn't. I'm on IMDb. It doesn't say. Hold on. I mean, but I'm I feel on, I, I feel like unless here. unless it's a big. A big kind of film like Tenet, where you need to see, you really need to see it in the movies. I feel like everything doesn't even say. It says the film is scheduled to be released November sixth. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Which is which is Friday tomorrow. It was oh, it was previously scheduled to be released in August twenty one, August twenty first of twenty twenty. So I guess it's it'll be. I guess it's ready. I guess it's going to theaters. The film was theatrically released in the United States on oh, it already says was um, by Focus Features. I don't know. I I mean, dude, I'll tell you what. Um I mean, shoot. If I if I had the like if I could sneak away from the fam, I'd go see almost anything in theaters, but um yeah. Here's uh here's here's my question. Have you, you been to a theater since COVID nah, started? The last... I I can't imagine that there's many people in theaters. I feel I, like it would be kind of safe. I think the last the last time I was in the movies was to go see The Joker and uh I ended up leaving like 5 minutes in because I got uh I chickened out. But uh neither here nor there but uh here's a real question about this trailer 
Do you think that Kevin Costner slashed Liam Neeson's tires on the way to that audition? Because how is Liam Neeson not somehow involved with this movie? <laughs> That's a this great is, point. This, this is like the perfect kind of taken, you know, if it is in the 50s, like taken meets the 1950s. I was going to say, is, is Liam... Liam Neeson been in a western before? Maybe maybe that's maybe that's uh, the He was in that that Seth MacFarlane 100 Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> but oh. other than that, I don't know if he's yeah. been in one. But as soon as the whole time I'm watching the trailer, I'm like I really feel like Liam Neeson should be playing this role, but uh yeah. you know, which leads us leads us to our our next topic, you know, Kevin Costner. We were talking the other day and you know, cuz we've talked about Yellowstone briefly how it's a good show. Uh, we'll recap that shortly. But, yeah, I, you know, I I keep telling Drew to watch Yellowstone and he won't do it. So. I just I I can't figure out Peacock. So when I figure out Peacock, I'm going to be all over that. Um, yeah. But I made the comment. I was like, you know, I wonder why people rag on Kevin Costner. And you were surprised to even hear that cuz I didn't know people did rag on yeah, Kevin there's, Costner. Yeah, there's there's a there's a subset of people that feel like Kevin Costner just isn't a good actor and uh you know he peaked. He peaked in the early '90s, and then has just been pretty much riding that wave ever since. Yeah, so well, they're dumb. We're gonna we're gonna go through our top five Costner movies here because yeah. I I feel I feel like he's got a pretty good, pretty good resume. I mean, it was hard for me. Um, it really is. Outside of pretty much the only movie I really couldn't put on that list was Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, and uh, yeah, I never saw that's, it. Yeah, that's. I, I made a list of ones that that are famous that I've never seen. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do your top five or go five? Yeah, let's go. Four, let's four? go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Tip for tat. Yeah, let's go. Tip for tat. Let's start. Let's start at five. I okay. think that's the way we're gonna play this. So what's, you know, you're the uh, you're the minority owner of this team. So what's what's your uh... minority owner? Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> All right. What's well, your number five? I, you know what? This might be a surprise. I had it at five, but I, I have field of dreams. Woo! I. I, I just the whole thing about like some people could see it and some can't and like what is the whole angsty part of it? I, I love the movie. It's great. I mean, there was and, and I'll just say this right now. I was going to come at this at the end, but I'll say I, I love I don't know if this is in your I doubt it's in your top five, but I love the movie Mr. Brooks. Yeah, good flick love that movie and it, it i wanted to put it in the top five i really did but when i compared it with field of dreams i the co-star of um james earl jones versus the co-star of um oh uh, D- uh dane cook and i was just like <laughs> yeah uh, i'm going field of dreams yeah so, so uh field of dreams for me how about so you ni- 1989 yeah and uh I, I got the same. I got field. I got field of dreams at five. Uh, okay. Wow. I think I you know I kind of agree. I what are the odds we have the same? I know, list? Right? Be well, awesome. I actually I, I think the movie just insists on itself. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good way. I to put went it. with the same thing. You know, not, not only James Earl Jones. I just think it's just too strong um, not to include that in the top five. But also Ray Liotta. Um, you know, being being in there yeah. as Shoeless Joe Jackson and. I just love Leota. I don't know if it's because Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies, but I I just love everything he's in. So I, it was easy for me. I you know I knew that was going to be in there, so I threw it a five. Yeah. So uh, okay, uh, big fan. Yeah, um, four, and I know this one didn't make your top five, but I'm a little bit sucker for westerns, and it's not wider, but I love Open Range. Okay, I, and I had that at four because of. Um, and What's that one about? Because that's not. Why don't you tell the listeners? That's, that's, that's not um, as wide. Um, Robert Duvall is. Um, 
it's him and Robert Duvall, and, and they're kind of like a duo that's out in the West. And it, it's kind of like the momentum of like all the free land out in the West is starting to get claimed up by the states and by the federal government. And, okay. um, and, and there's, they're kind of, it's kind of like that. I, okay. I'm trying to think back. I think it's them versus the sheriffs or them versus like a gang. I can't remember which one, but it's like, it may be against the County. I, 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 I I'm having trouble remembering, but what it is, it's, it's, um, they it's it's all about free grazing and it's like they got this herd and they're like they're they're in gunfights over like oh you people haven't paid your tax on this land and all that stuff and they're like um or no that's that's what it is I, maybe they're the law enforcement I, I see i i love this movie but i can't even remember i watch it every time it's on okay but it's it's what it's just a thing about um they're calling each other like like free grazers and stuff and it's like it's just them fighting about freedom in the west and and being able to you know um just just work your craft and and kind of you know old traditions of of um you know have an open range out there which i mean i think is still i think it's still a thing in the west today i think there are like open lands where you could graze your your herd and all that but um all right I don't know. Maybe I'm making all that up, but nah. And, I, and nah, I wish I remember. We don't make I, things up on this probably podcast. Should, probably should have read the synopsis before before I put it at number four. But <laughs> I, I love that movie. Anyway, sorry. Go all ahead. Right. What's your, what's my, your my number four. I'm rolling. I'm still rolling with baseball. I'm going Bull Durham for my number four. Nice for Costner. Costner plays Crash Davis. Uh, minor. He's basically a minor league lifer. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a catcher for the baseball team. And it's basically his job to take this hot shot, you know, rookie yeah. pitcher under his wing to get him ready for the pros, which he which he eventually does. There's a, you know, Look, little... if you haven't watched Bull, I, everyone knows Bull Durham, dude. If you haven't watched Bull Durham, like, just get on that. I I'm with you, but uh, yeah, yeah, Crash Crash Davis is my my kind of guy. Just you yeah. know, played free okay. lose. So my your, my number three, three, which I'm pretty sure is gonna be your number one, is uh, Tin Cup. I'm not gonna comment. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean. I don't have anything to comment. Actually, I'm going to comment later, so we're going to skip. We're going to skip your synopsis. Ball, ball. <laughs> my my number. And, it, and it, there's the other method. What's that? Grip it and rip, rip it. Rip it. Oh man. <laughs> oh, so much fun. Oh, Go man. ahead. All right. My number three is 91 JFK, where he plays. I've uh, never seen it. Yeah, it's good. It's it's Oliver Stone, so it's it's long. It's it's controversial, but uh, he plays Jim Garrison, who's a New Orleans district attorney who. Basically discovers that there may be more to the Kennedy assassination than the actual story, and they litigate. Um, it's a it's basically a conspiracy theory movie. It's fun, like um, he's great. He's great in it. First off, but the cat. It's one of those movies that just has a lot of great actors. Um, Gary Oldman's in it. He plays Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, Joe Pesci's in it. Um, Kevin Bacon's in it. it there, there's just it's just so fun because there's so many. Um, there's just so many actors that you know and recognize, and they all have smaller roles. But, uh, but it's good. Again, it's a, it's, it's a. If you're a conspiracy theory movie nut, it's I highly recommend it. And like I said, Costner's just uh, he's just tremendous in it. So that's my three. What's your two? Bull Durham. All right, all right. Which we talked about. I mean, love that. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the speech where I believe in long wet kisses that last for three days. That uh, that that speech is great. Love <laughs> oh, it. It's so good. Um, go ahead. So what's your All right, my what's number your two? I don't know if you've seen this one. Um, 1987, No Way Out. 
Have you seen this? No, I have not. That's your number two. I highly recommend. Dude, what's it about? I kind of don't want to spoil. I kind of do. You're never gonna watch it. Uh, it, you you got me to watch Cobra Kai. There's, yeah, there's a cover up in a witch hunt that occurs after a politician accidentally kills his mistress. Mistress. So, Costner. Whoops. I think Costner's in the secrets. He may have the- killed her with the stool. He <laughs> may have killed her with the dollar bill you shoved down her throat. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> Costner plays. I can't remember if it's a if if it's a he's in the CIA or what branch? What branch of the? Uh, of the government he's working for, but he's, yeah, he's, he's a highly skilled agent. Um, and you know, there, yeah, a Senator cover basically covers up a death and, um, he was involved with the mistress. So he takes a personal and he's trying to expose the cover up. But at the same time, the Senator and his, his constituents basically try to blame the murder on a fictitious Russian spy. Mm. And, ah, uh, I'm just gonna call spoiler because it's just too good. No, um, no. You're never gonna watch this movie. It, I, I recommend it. Though, I'll probably it's forget good. it anyway. Go ahead. It's good. So Costner's this American hero. You know, he's trying to do the right thing because he was involved with the girl and try to expose the senator. And at the end of the day, you find out the whole the whole reason all this was going on. Costner was the Russian spy, so it wasn't a fictitious guy. Oh. Costner was act. Costner was actually. The that spy. sounds like a great movie. It's I so wish good. It's spoiled so, it. Yeah, I, dude, go watch it if you can find it on oh. Netflix. It's dude, it's so good. What was it? Was the name of it again? No way out. No way out, man. And in, I mean, Gene awesome. Hack. Gene Hackman's in it. He plays. Ooh. He plays the. Uh, I, I guess it's a. Con- Five it's a passes. He might have been the congressman, but he 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 happens to be the congressman, and uh, Will Patton is um his basically his number two so it's huh. a it's again a good cast you know it's got that my, older well my number one's it. gonna blow you blow you away here because it's it's a little bit off the beaten it's a lot off the beaten path for number one what do you got but um for love of the game oh good good flick love that i mean that is why every athlete who like hangs on and everyone's like they're hanging on too long they gotta retire and I'm like, no, like you play until you can't play anymore, because once you're once you're done, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And like you never it's it's like you can never go back. Like there's no going back once you retire. And it's it's just this old baseball pitcher who um, is like hanging on, like keeps playing. Their team's not any good. It's the last day of the season. And he's just. He's in the middle. All of a sudden, he's in the middle of a perfect game, but he doesn't realize it because he's came back from injury and he's thinking about his whole life. He knows it's probably his last game and he's thinking about his estranged wife and this and that. And and there's all these flashbacks of all, all these times he screwed up with his relationship with his wife. And then they're coming back to like to the present and his teammates are like not trying to talk to him. And he's like, uh, what what inning is it? They're like. Uh, it's the seventh, and he's like, "Do they have any hits?" And they're like, "You have a perfect game," yeah. and and he's like, "He just got to like gut it out to go for this perfect game." And you have to watch it to see if he gets it. But I, I, dude, I, I just love it. I don't know why. It, it's As, he, he, he has. It's the one where he says, "Clear the mechanism," and like, like the crowd and everything just like clears out of his mind, and it's just all focus. I love it. Has anybody played more baseball roles than Costner? No, I had three baseball movies in my yeah I want, in in my top five. I was I kind of felt bad about that. that uh, we should we should have done some half-assed internet research on that. If anyone's played if anyone's played more baseball fictional baseball players than uh, Kevin Costner, 
Um, all right. Well, my number one, you called it, Roy McAvoy, the washed-up golf pro, driving right now running the driving range in West Texas. Roy friggin' McAvoy. Yeah. Probably, probably the most rewatchable Costner movie. It is so much fun. Even if you don't like golf, it is amazing. The, you know, I probably quote so many different lines from that movie. You know, um, you know, Romeo, give me another ball. He hits thirteen straight into the water. Give me another uh-huh. ball. Um, ball. Ball. Oh uh, yeah. The uh, oh god, it's it's so good. And uh, he's he's sitting there. <laughs> Oh, uh, they are eating at the Waffle House. Uh, you know, he's getting hung over before his you know first round at the U.S. Open. Um, you yeah, know. it's 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 so. I'd hit it's that funny. shot because it was a defining moment. And either when a defining moment comes around, either the moment you define the moment or the moment defines you. Well, you know yep. what, Holmes? Sometimes par is good enough to win. Ah, uh, it's it's so great. You know, Romeo uh, is a Cheech. Cheech plays his uh, his caddy, Romeo. Oh yeah, Cheech, who, who, which yeah. is fun. Rene Russo is his love interest, which is great. Um, I can't remember who plays the villain, David Sims. Um, but he's you know he pl- he plays that like arrogant uh, you know ass guy. Um, oh, Don Johnson. How can I forget Don Johnson played him? Uh, you get some, you get some cameos for some actual golfers, um, you know, who can't believe that they're going to be, uh, that a, a driving rate pro might actually have his name on the trophy. Um, and you know, even the, I'm not, yeah, I'll, I won't spoil this one. I'll, I'll spoil no way out, but not that, but like even the end's good. Cause it's not predictable, you know, and all those underdogs, underdog stories, they all kind of tend to be the same, but you know, it comes out being different, but yeah, the, uh, if you really want to get wild while you're listening to the two beers, po- after you're done listening to the two beers podcast, Get together with your friends and do a power hour to tin cup and drink every time a golf reference is made. We did this once in college, and I'll tell you, it was probably the craziest forty-five minutes of uh, of my college college life. It yeah. it, it it gets it gets real real fast. Sounds so. like you had a lame college life. Uh, but on uh, that note, yeah, rage beer number two. Put a bow on that, as Drew likes to say. Put a bow on it. Oh, the two brew salute. That sprayed my face. <laughs> Wouldn't be I the got, first. I just, wouldn't be the first time that happened to you. Oh, <sighs> zing! No comment. So I, I have um, I'm just drinking. Honestly, I'm just drinking a Miller Light in honor of my my guy Brad Kozlowski going for the NASCAR championship this weekend. Um, All right. I'm sticking. We, you we know got me. for brew um, too. Uh, as always, I'm just sticking sticking with another Corona. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so the the first thing we want to talk touch on is uh. It's kind of a lull in sports right now. It is. When are sports coming back? So the M- the NBA the NBA Players Union and the league officials just had a preliminary vote, probably probably an hour ago. Um, so we record on Thursday night, by the way. Yeah, so that's Thursday, that's Thursday so November fifth, Friday morning. So tentatively, the NBA is planning to restart the new season. Um, I guess it's the 2020 2021 on December twenty second. The plan is to have 72 games. Um, so I don't, you know, I assume the plan is similar to when they had the lockout to have it all wrapped up in, you know, mid-April, like a normal season. Um, the draft is going to be November 18th. So we might do a fun, uh, quick mock draft uh, next week or maybe just talk about some, uh, a few prospects. But that's that's the calendar they're doing. Um, so far, everything's supposed to be the same. They're going to try to have 25 to 50% capacity. The only thing okay. I wasn't sure about there was... It may just be for the suites, like the boxes. So mm. I'm not really sure how that's gonna work, but um, 
that's the initial plan to to kick off to kick off the season. I don't know about free. I don't know when free agency will happen. Um, it may be after the draft. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into some some NBA stuff as we get some more information. But that you know that literally just came through, so I wanted to pick that up. Um, yeah. Um, and so for me, I'm going to touch on hockey here. Um, it, it seems like the date they're targeting is January first. Um, they they were talking about sometime in December, and then their their thing is, um, you know, NFL has Thanksgiving, NBA has Christmas, and and they in their minds they have um, New Year's, New Year's, yeah, January first. Even though they're kind of competing with all the bowls, um, so so that that's what they have in their mind. But they have some issues that they're working through. Um, they don't know because they they have you know so many canadian teams that like all this crossing the border and everything like that that's a covid thing issue that they they don't know how to deal with um they might not play a full 82 game schedule they might play 62 they might play 72 they're trying to figure that out um and 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 that's kind of linked to whether or not they're going to be able to have fans because they're they've made some people have made the comment within the league that like hey if we don't get fans like we're not going to financially be able to make it so they're trying to hammer that out and the the weird thing about that is they really haven't had any talks yet between like the nhlpa and and everything else nhl players tend to be less dramatic than you know baseball and all the other ones where they have long drawn out things although they did miss an entire season once um so we'll we'll see what happens there um but they want to start January 1st and then I mean we're we're in the middle of free agency. I mean there's been plenty of free agent signings. Um they just kind of don't know how it's going to shake out yet and and all talks have been kind of either non-existent or preliminary. Um a lot of question marks there, but they're targeting January 1st. So we I guess we have another 6 weeks to go before we get hockey. Typically we'd be a month in by now. Um Yeah, I'd be curious if hockey sticks sticks with any type of bubble. The two bubbles that they had over in Canada, right? And that what they did. Yeah, but that was just to finish the season. To do a whole season like that, I don't, I don't think they're gonna yeah, do that. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, the NBA hasn't talked about that whether they'll be doing any kind of bubbles. So, um, and then the one near and dear to our hearts is um college basketball, which oh, yeah. apparently is ready to, almost ready to go. Let's um, get it going. The season is starting. Um. Wait, I have it. Uh, Wednesday, November twenty fifth is the first first games that are jumping off the schedule. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, they a lot of the tournaments have been canceled. Orlando, Florida, with Disney, they were trying to do a bubble. Um, and all those tournaments got canceled. It, it's going to end up being like four to six non conference, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and then they're going to do conference and then try and seed everyone for the tournament. Um, side note, you know, we, Drew and I went to Seton Hall. We're massive Seton Hall fans. We had our tournament uh, hotel room booked. Sure did. For um, where did we think we were going to go? We were going to be in we we were going to be in Albany. Albany, yeah, yes. Albany, New York. All every uh, projection had us going to Albany. So I I booked. I booked the room a week before selection Sunday and then the world, uh, you know, went to hell in a handbasket. So that obviously didn't happen, but, um, no correlation for us booking that early. Definitely. is not the reason for why that. Yeah. Happened. We didn't jinx it at all. Yeah. But, um, 
so yeah november november 25th wednesday we're coming back and um i don't know that but see the ncaa has like real stiff rules like if, if there's a covid case your whole team has to lock down for 14 or 15 days yeah so it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a and you uconn's men's basketball team just had a covid case like yes it's either yesterday or today so i mean that that puts yeah, them on it, track to be ready to go. I, I think I read like five or six days before the season starts, the, where they could start practicing again. So yeah, they're they'll have to do something about that if they want to get through a season because it's just I mean you have, you have kids at college, so it's like there's no there, there's just right. no way to prevent that from happening. Um, do you do you do you think that uh, Seton Hall is going to raise uh, the New York Post tournament banner since they beat Duke in the? They uh, should. Yeah, and the computer. They tournament. should sell them the, to me and you, and we can put them up in our basement. I I certainly would do that. So, uh, yeah, heartbreaking we get the tournament, but it'll be good to it'll be good to get back, get some more regular sports back, um, and some ones that we're used to. Yeah, so. we'll get college basketball at least, and and college football, I guess, I guess is gonna just saunter on through until we get to the bowls, which oh, we should have looked that up. What's the bowl? I don't know the bowl schedule. I didn't do that research. I uh I I just imagine that they're gonna have it the same time because they're they pr- all, all they really December did and, all they and, really did was just get rid of non conference games right and just start up with the conference yeah so yeah I mean yeah, all I, these bowls and always cost uh, schools money anyway so they they you think they'll just skip all these nonsense bowls no uh no no I think they'll okay. I think they'll still have all of them to be honest with yeah. you interesting so. We'll All see, right. Well, we'll that's when sports are coming back. So, um, over the weekend, um, we're not going to get into the the, the uh, nitty gritty boxing analysis that we did for the Lomachenko fight, but there there was three big fights big over the fights. weekend. Big so time. you're 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 on top of this a lot more than I am. I, I watched two out of the three. Um, yeah. So we uh, I'll go in order. So we had okay. on uh, on Dazzin, we had a big big heavyweight fight. We had Alexander Usyk. Uh, take on Cesaro um you know Usyk's Usyk was the undisputed cruiserweight champion he moved up had one one heavyweight fight this was his second so you know he's he's a mandatory for one of Anthony Joshua's heavyweight titles so this was a real fight to see where a lot of people wanted to see how he would do against a bigger heavyweight so Cesaro probably had about 65 pounds on him maybe 70 yeah he was much bigger. yeah that throws that throws haymakers and to see how he could eat some punches he was, yeah it's exactly what it was he was just that's really what it was I, mean, I watched the yeah, fight he did was, you end up watching it yeah I so I yeah so I actually I watched it on a my car ride up to a Halloween party so uh you know, it was it was interesting uh, getting getting my connection in between rounds because um, Usyk Usyk does a lot of fancy footwork and dancing around, so I couldn't tell if I was buffering or it was just him moving really quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. So he got the decision. I scored. I had the fight one sixteen one twelve. Um, you know, I know you were a little disappointed that he didn't go in for the kill when he could have had a couple times. Um, you know what? I just I just don't think he has the punching power to hang at that level. He 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 does well and he moves around and he. Yeah. He jabs in and out, and he he clearly outboxed the guy, and yeah. and, and that Cesaro had had nothing for him, but um yeah, and he's smaller. He, he's, yeah, I, I, that I, Cesaro I, was was tired and was flailing, and like but that clearly yeah. it's like dude, like move in, throw a a couple combos, and like you got this guy, and yeah. he just didn't do it. But it that's like, what you okay. and that but that's what you six that's you six thing is that he just he just drains you with all his movement. 
and he just he just exhausts you to the point where you just can't yeah you know, yeah well Cesar didn't look like so. he was in good shape anyway he was, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I was, I was, like you said, I was disappointed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. Like I, like I said, I, I had some connection issues, but I mean, when you got a guy that's got that punching power there, it's, it, I mean, sometimes you just want to, yeah, be but I'm, it, um, he, it was just, it was just flailing. It wasn't even like good. Yeah. My, my biggest criticism of the fight we talked about, I thought, I thought the officiating was terrible. Like, I don't want to yeah. see judge. I don't want to see judges over, over legislate in the ring, but I think Cesaro had, you know, two headlocks where he's throwing punches. Yeah, right the back he of his head. he was. That's Low I forgot blows. about that. He was grabbing the back of Usyk's head. Yeah, yeah, and so, like punching, like imagine punching your own fist, except for you're holding the back of someone's head, and he was doing that multiple times, and yeah. the judge was just letting, like the the um official was just letting them do it. And yeah, it like I don't like, I don't know if that's because it's in what the are you UK. Doing? And that and Jazar is in the UK. Like, I think some, it was. I think yeah, it was because it was home turf reason, type stuff. It was stupid. They don't. They. They. I feel like. But the. I feel like the boxing world doesn't really like these Ukrainian guys that come over, because they they get they get title shots pretty quickly because they have such such storied amateur careers, and I think a lot of people don't like that. So like I think that's why Lomachenko rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Um, but either way, so he's he, so again, Usyk won the fight. He's the mandatory. I forget which belt he's the mandatory for for Joshua, and he he. Uh, that's that's why I like Yusuf because he's hilarious. Even after the even after the fight, as soon as he goes back to his quarter, he's like yelling at Joshua. Hello, Anthony. Um, so we'll say yeah. I yeah. The whole thing is Josh. Joshua's got Putlev next in a couple weeks. And then everyone wants to see Joshua Fury. So I'll be curious to see what happens with that yeah. if he vacates the title. Um, yeah. I think he'd be okay hey, against. I think he would be okay. Him and Joshua interest me because I'm still not sold on Joshua after the. Uh... Oh God! Why is it blank? Why am I blanking on the? Uh... I don't know, but listen, yeah. that, it, that doesn't matter. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the uh, tank. The, the, go tank. The... Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's we see can do tank that. Now. We'll go in order because this was the uh, second fight. So Javante. Oh, was it? No. Yeah. In a way. In a way, finished first. But go ahead. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. So yeah, Javante. Javante Tank Davis. Floyd Mayweather's protege. He had a bit his first pay per view debut. Um, fighting fighting Leo. They were on Santa, Showtime, right? Yeah, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime pay per view. Uh, he was fighting Leo Santa Cruz. Um, you know, he was he was favored to win the fight. I think he was minus 800 um yeah it was a lot yeah i think he you know he he won by a, a vicious knockout in the sixth round he vicious just, knockout yeah it was like i'm sure uh, like, saw on one Twitter. of those ones it was a scary one like he he hit he hit santa cruz with an uppercut and santa cruz just folded in half backwards and like underneath the ropes almost falling out of while. the rings yeah, yeah, and it was down for a long time. It yeah. was, yeah, it was scary. Yeah, and I mean, there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, San, Santa Cruz has had a story career. He's a four division champion, um, but I mean, Tank, like, you know, Tank picked him. They picked him for a reason. Um, I, th- I think, I think Tank was winning the fight three rounds to two when he ended up knocking him out in the sixth. Um, Did you end up seeing that fight? I, 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 I watched as much as of, of the lot of the you know the uh, pirated feed on Twitter as I could. Oh, okay. It's gonna be on show. It'll be on Showtime probably this weekend. Um, for free because I did not. I just I just saw the, the clip. You of the just knockout. saw the knockout. Yeah. I mean, Santa Cruz does what he. I mean, Santa Cruz is you know Mexican style fighter. He just he keeps coming. So he got a lot of punches in. Tank Tank just looked a little off in the first couple of rounds, and then he started doing his thing, and then um. Yeah, he just he cornered. He's the bigger fighter because you know Santa Cruz was really moving. He's really one twenty six, and they fought at one thirty. Um, he caught him in the corner. He had nowhere. He was throwing punches, but had nowhere to go. And then Davis timed him, and bam, just knocked him out. So yeah, it was it was scary. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, and that's the problem. Like you know, that's that, that's where you get into the conundrum with Tank because 
he's such a good fighter, but like, you know, he they picked their they picked their opponents. Like even after the fight, Floyd. Like, yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's they just, like, ah, uh, well, they you know, we, we want one more fight, and they'll, you know, maybe we'll make the Lopez fight happen. But like Lopez isn't going to be a, like they just they know Lopez won't be at one thirty five. So, and you know, I think I I think Tank can take these guys, but like they just he they just you know they worry about protecting the zero and building the uh, yeah, which is fine. I mean, listen, that you know they're putting their bodies on the line on the line, not me. So, but you yeah, know, it's stupid. That yeah, ain't like but that. when Mayweather Mayweather goes on shows and says you know Tank gets disrespected, it's like well that's why people are disrespected him because yeah. you're protecting him. But either yeah. way. If uh, if you have Showtime, watch you know watch the fight. It was uh, like I said, six rounds. That I mean, I, know, oh, I thought it was the fifth. Oh, it was, that was six, six rounds, yeah. three to two. And, I, okay, I know it yeah, sounds yeah. terrible to glorify you know a knockout, but yeah, it it was something to see. So yeah, no, I mean that's the whole sport of it. Yeah, um, and uh, then and then fight number three, the boy, monster, the monster, which I think I called him the Korean monster on a pre previous pot, and I think I was conflating him with um the Korean zombie in UFC. You may um, but have. but they but they said they said he was from Japan. So I think I I think I was conflating the the Korean mon the Korean zombie and the monster. Okay. Um. Either way, but in a way, what's his what's his first name? Nayo, I think. I yeah. It, I mean, I can he barely, was, I can barely um, spell, so you can't expect me to even. Uh, we those um. Things. He was what nineteen and zero. I think so. Yeah. And and we didn't know what to make of him. You know, I think all of. Uh, I think he had one or two fights in the states, but yeah. Anyway, I just yeah, really just watched a bunch of his highlights. So who and I, honestly, I forget. Oh, he fought um Maloney. Ma Mahoney or what's his name? Maloney, Maloney. Yeah, from Australia. Who? Yep. This was Maloney's second fight out out of quarantine. He was on um, free TV previously on ESPN, and he, he it's him and his brother. He has a twin brother, yep. and they're tough. And um. Boy, he made a tough fighter look, look like a amateur. Oof. My goodness. He was he danced like Lomachenko and punched like Pacquiao. It, uh, it was incredible. It it reminded me of Lomachenko. What weight are they again? What's that? What they're banned they're one eighteen banter weights. So one eight I thought guys. I thought it was one eighteen, yeah. Yeah, small guys. It reminded me a lot of Lomachenko, Gary Russell, where Gary Russell's a, an incredible fighter. And Lomachenko just made made it look like it was his first fight, and that's what Inouye did. Um, his time, his timing is he, how, oh, his timing it's, was it's incredible. Impact, like, how many times did he knock him down? <sighs> was it the second time where he it was the knockout? Didn't he get? Him I mean, there was another knockout that wasn't as scary. Did but, he knock I mean, him down three times in the fight? I think it was. Uh, was the I think it was the second one where he 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 knocked him down where he stood. And and Mahoney's leg yeah, bent the leg backwards came and, everything. and everything. Yeah, he, oh. yeah, he tagged him. Oh, yeah. In a way, my goodness. I mean, definitely picked up a fan watching that fight. That fight was on ESPN Plus. Plus yeah, for free if you have ES ESPN Plus. I think it's like five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, was. Did he's, that was fun to yeah, watch. So they, yeah. So they. Yeah. So they. Yeah. So a lot of. So yeah. Usyk. Usyk. In, in a way, they're pound. They're in the pretty much everybody's pound for pound ranking. So it was a. Mm -hmm. It was a fun weekend for. Uh, for yeah, boxing. there was two pound for pound. I'll be. Top I'll be curious dogs to see plus where Tank he, Davis. That's the like. There's really no competition. There's really no one there at 118. Like, he's gonna have to move yeah. up to 126. He's gonna have to move up. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Uh. You know. He said he wants. He's been interested in fighting Loma. Maybe they make that happen. Oh, at wow, at that point. would be a dangerous fight for Loma. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I just yeah, that guy's so good. I just want to see the wow. Best, best he was guys so fight. good. Um. Wow. Yeah. So that's that was that this weekend. Just a quick plug uh, on Dazin uh, Devin Haney, who's. 
he's the W. Oh, this upcoming weekend? Yeah, it's yeah. So it's Saturday night. Devin Haney, who's the one thirty five lightweight. He's like the WBC champion, even though like really it was Lomachenko who they gave him the franchise title. So he's the this this is the guy that they're disputing whether or not you know Lopez is really undisputed. Um, he's fighting Gamboa. Gamboa is thirty six, thirty seven. It yeah, it it is what it is. You know he should win handedly. Um, you know Gamboa is experienced enough that where Haney can't make a lot of mistakes or he'll make him pay. But you know I. It'll probably be over in six or seven rounds. If you if you subscribe to Dazzin or I, it's the zone. I'm stop you you got me saying Dazzin now. If if you if <laughs> yes. you sub, if you subscribe to the zone, it's worth, you know, it'll be you know, you got nothing else to do. It's it'll be worth tuning in for, you know, a few uh a few he's got power, you know, he's got you know, he's got good footwork. So um he's another yeah, guy I who's, just ripped your password. I don't even pay for it. Yeah, so I mean, you know, check it out. Um Yeah. You know, and then Bud Crawford, we'll talk about next week, but Bud Crawford will be in the ring next weekend. And that's, that's what I was going to ask. That's the next, yeah, the number fighting, one yeah, pound for pound, he, Bud he's Crawford. Fighting, he's fighting next weekend, and that's... Uh, next weekend, okay. Yeah, All so right. that'll be, that'll be exciting. So, uh, cool. that's a wrap right. on boxing. Yeah, cool. Putting a bow on that. So, um, we're, we're not going to be able to preview it. We record on Thursday nights and release on Friday morning. So, uh, the Masters is not this weekend, but it's next weekend. So, we won't have a chance to preview it next time so we're going to preview it now um and um i guess the story going in well no, i guess the story going in number the one story is, going hey, into we're, every we're playing this in the fall tournament. like it's it's yeah. usually an april tournament um so like what what are the azaleas gonna look like hmm. what are the trees gonna look like like everyone's like kind of what what is the scene gonna look like but but the big story is um going in bryson dechambeau I mean, if you don't follow boxing, he's been golf. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, that Coors golf. Light's kicking in over there, huh? It's a Miller, Miller Light. Light. So uh, Miller Light. Maybe that Corona's that Corona's in. kicking in, man. Whew. But um, yeah, if you don't follow golf, I mean, he he basically hits the ball like a long driver, uh, and yeah. he's he. They're talking about he's going to be using his 48, 48 inch driver, which is just like super long. He's going to hit it super far. He he put, he put some videos out there on I think Instagram or something of him carrying the ball over 400 yards in the air. Um, so so the story going in is what is he he won the last major at wing at um was it at wing wing foot, foot the yep. uh, U.S. Open and yep. everyone's saying oh you can't hit, just hit it far and hit it in the rough of the U.S. Open and that's what he did and, and he won and he won and convincingly so he's gonna try and do the same thing. Uh, with an even stronger driver and longer drives at the Masters, um, so that that's a thing. Um, but the thing I wanted to touch on, very interesting to me, um, Phil Mickelson was on the Callaway podcast. Apparently, that's a thing. Um, and so um, he he listed um, a handful of holes um, where where he he's said he is going to go to a forty seven and a half inch driver. Hmm to carry to carry the ball even further because he said um it basically if you can carry the bunkers and it's holes i have it here numbers one two eight fourteen and seventeen and and he needs to carry the ball basically 320 yards in the air um with not a lot of spin and not a lot of forward spin um he basically just wants to fly fly the bunkers maybe i mean maybe it'll be hard maybe the ball will roll i don't know but I guess what I, I guess the way Augusta's laid out is you get past the bunkers and the fairways open up a little bit, 
And so the he in his mind, he's like, I want to fly a 320 and have like a pitching wedge or a nine iron in. Whereas if you have to hit three wood and hit in front of the bunkers, you're going to be hitting like a six iron in. So basically that's taking your score from like a potential birdie opportunity to a par. Okay. And so all, all these guys are going to be just trying to hit bombs, which Augusta scores have been getting lower and lower scores in recent years. Um, but the really interesting part to me was that um, he's actually going to use some like dumbed down versions of some irons that, that there's some wedges that, that he uh, hits um, that he called them more of like a high handicap club. Um, Cause what he said, and Phil, Phil Mickelson is like such a weirdo with like every single blade of grass and everything. But he said, Oh yeah. That, yeah. He's like, He's like a mad scientist. Well, so for anyone, he said, and not to interrupt you, but if anybody watched the, uh, was it the, was it, it was a charity golf tournament, right? With, uh, it was Phil and, uh, it was Phil and Brady versus Tiger and Peyton, right? Yeah. And like, listen, like Phil sitting there basically trying to coach and Brady saying, watch me. I'm going to do like basically just breaking down every movement he's about to do in his swing and how it's going to mm-hmm. go through the grass, this and that. And he does, and it, it does exactly what he says. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah, he is a mad scientist in there. Yeah, yeah. So he said that at Augusta, they mow the fairways from the green back to the tees. Okay. So you're hitting into the blade of grass um, on every shot in the fairway, and you are. Um, he said, "I'm hitting. I hit it like a groove too low every time. So I'm going to go to the higher handicap club." with a hotter face and the ball's going to fly higher off the face. He said, and I already have a high spin, so this will help take some spin off of it. Okay. And that will help me attack the pins. So basically what I take from that is one feels crazy the way he thinks about these things, but all these guys who hit it far and long, I mean, it's going to be an assault on this golf course. Like it's, it's going to be nuts. And, um, so my personal dark horse come coming into this 21 year old Matt Wolf. Oh yeah. Matt Wolf is he, is he still, is he still considered a dark horse? Yeah. So okay. I, I looked it up. He's 33 to one, three, okay. 30, uh, 3,300, um, plus, th- plus 3,300. He's 33 to one. Um, cause the, the top guys, if I had to take a, 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 a top favorite, I would take JT. Um, and may, and, and, but I'll tell you what, Rom is up there. Rom, I think, is eight to one. Um, or yeah, no, Deschambeau is eight to one. I think Rom is point, nine I to would, one. If I was ever putting money on a favorite, I would just have to lay it on Kepka. But J, J, well, Kepka's twenty to one. Oh, um, wow. Um, we might, JT, we might, we might JT be rolling this week's, uh, to one. this week's I like on that. Rory's like twelve to one. Tiger's thirty to one. Matt Wolf is is thirty three to one. I'm going by memory here. Okay. Um, thirty three to one, um, and the extreme dark horse would be Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ hits, he hit every like the typical drive on the PJ Tour is about one hundred and ten feet high, and Cameron Champ hits it about ninety feet high. He just hits bullets and he carries it like twenty or thirty yards further than everybody. Um, he would be the extreme. He he is a hundred to one. Um. But I, I kind of like Matt Wolf finished second at the U.S. Open. Yeah. When when Morikawa uh, drove the green on sixteen or seventeen, on, on and and put it in for and rolled the putt in for a two, for the win. Um. 
but um, I, I'm, I, Matt Wolf is my dark horse. He because he hits the ball a mile. He hits the ball a mile. He has that weird hitch in in his setup. Um, but that's kind of what I'm I'm looking at. Is that, you, the top guys, Rom, because um, Rom Rom and DJ and JT were just playing so good at the end of last season. So, and, and Bryson is just one at Wingfoot, and he assaulted the course. So that those are the, your top guys. Like I said, my dark horse is going to be Wolf. But um, I asked you to do the research on Tiger. Um, oh, I got it. And and Tiger's thirty to one going in. So everyone, I mean, everybody would love to see Tiger win again. So what 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 kind of Tiger stats you got for yeah, us? Yeah. So so last last year, obviously Tiger Tiger makes his triumphant comeback and wins wins the tournament. So day one, he was he shot seventy, so two under. Okay. Day two, pretty 60, modest. Yeah. So day two, sixty eight, four under. Day three is where day now day three is where he he separates himself just enough from Kepka at sixty seven, so he shoots five under. Wow. So through three days he's minus eleven, and then on on this on Sunday he goes seventy, so two under. So okay. it was days so days two two and three is when he Friday he, Saturday yeah he made that he made that separation. So but what's even more incredible I actually forgot how just how tight it was so. Woods Woods wins he wins he wins the tournament the Masters at minus thirteen, Dustin Johnson, um, how do you what is Zan, how do you, how do I say Xander's last name again? Shifley Xander Shoffley Shoffley, he at, he's up there too. He's yeah. like fourteen to one or something like that. Shoffley, he, he's one of the higher favorites. Yeah, Shoffley and Kepka, all three were minus twelve, and then Day Simpson and. Uh, Finau were all minus eleven. So Finau, yeah. Yeah. So there was. So it was, you know, it, it wasn't like he ran away with it. Like it was tight. Like he had to. He had to come mm-hmm. to play. So that I was. I feel like uh, he had a lead and then had to like make a bunch of pars down the stretch. But yeah. I, I well, cause, yeah. Because he had. Yeah. Because he. Yeah. I, uh, do I actually hold on? I think I may actually have what he was. Uh, yeah. He bogeyed. Yeah. On the final day, he bogeyed four holes. So yeah, so he he had a oh rough... in the back nine. That's right. He was way wasn't he way ahead? And then he yeah he had all those bogeys. Is that what happened? I I don't think he was ever more than like three up. Okay. I I think that's about where he, maybe he went four up at one point. But yeah, he had a uh, he had two. He only had two bogeys the first day, two the second, one the third. But yeah, then he had four bogeys on the fourth day, and then okay. uh, yeah, then he cleaned it. Then he cleaned it. Uh, cleaned it all up. So. Hey, but that 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 um jog my memory too on this Mickelson comment. He 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 thought that um the whole tournament was gonna be out of whack because typically you're playing in April and he said what happens is on the final day you're playing in prime time on Sunday and he's like you know earlier in the day the way that I don't know I guess the way the weather is down there but the wind is whipping around Amen's corner and everything. But then by the time the leaders come around, it's more in the evening and all that weather dies down. And and he's like, he's like, look, these, instead of finishing at seven o'clock, we're going to be finishing at like four o'clock or five o'clock um, right, or three o'clock, whatever it is. And he's like, so really, the leaders are going to have the pressure and all the wind that everyone else is dealing with. He he predicted that the winning the winner was going to be coming from like um like three or four groups ahead of the of the final pairing is what Mickelson said hmm. so that that's interesting too let's keep an eye um, on that um 
Speaking but, of uh, yeah, it's just interesting since since we're on on that note. As I was doing my my half-assed internet research on Mr. Woods, we're going to talk about this on another pod because I find this fascinating. But first, just your first real quick inclination: who's 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 the more influential athlete, Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? Hmm. If you just had to go off the cuff, Michael Jordan. Yeah. See, I I think I'm going Tiger, man. We're not. Could we won't. Be. We won't get into it because I, I want to save that for uh, an actual pod. But think. Just think about. I'll, I'll just. Okay. Just, let me leave you with this because as we get into the Masters, Tiger Woods hadn't won a major tournament before the Masters in 2019 since 2008. So 11 wow. years went by before wow. that guy won a major, and he he had some embarrassing showings in tournaments. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everybody everybody tuned in to any tournament he played in. If he wasn't in the tournament, people most people didn't watch. And everybody just constantly is rooting for this guy. So yeah. we're going to look at numbers for it and really get into that at some point. But I just thinking about Tiger, I, I always think about that because, you know, we Could I think be. we automatically steer towards Jordan just given, you know, he's the GOAT and – you know, people are still buying his shoes thirty something years later, but uh, I, I think Tiger actually can give him a run of his money for the most influential athlete of all time. Yeah, I think he's definitely the most important to any sport of all time. Yeah, okay. I, we're I gonna get into. I, I, I really, I really, did. and I'm not even a golf guy. Like I, you know, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I actually hit the ball in the air whenever I play. But I, uh, I, I, I think Tiger deserves to get a little bit of credit there. So uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But we'll that's, talk about that. that that's later. for another. That's for another time. But uh, I just. All uh, right. So so let's get into uh, the the uh, the main event Woof. everyone's here for. Money, money, Parlay. money, money, money. Yeah, being parlay time. Parlays. So we we had, we we had two nail. So we're going a little long here. So I'm go- I'm going to jump into it. Let's. Uh, yeah. Oh oh, you want well, to talk about well, our? We had parlay. two nail biters last week. So we took we had the over in Memphis Cincinnati, which that was supposed to be our lock. By the way, yeah, we, we some people on this pod felt really good about that one, and that came down to uh, in the what was the last two minutes? Minute 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 and a half. Minute left. and a half of broken. They're they're gar- just running gar- out the garbage clock. time. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was it was it was over. Cincinnati actually scored the touchdown and they were winning the game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they just they just busted busted run. They just came through. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we were. I was. I, I'm on the elliptical and I'm just getting so mad. I'm like this 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 stupid jerk had to pick college football on this dumbass thing. Uh, and we came through. And then uh, and then, well, actually all three. Then then we're then we're looking. We took I I I took the over. It was fifty fifty and a half on the Lions and. Uh, <laughs> the Lions and uh, the Chargers. It was a. Yeah, it ended up covering by a lot. Though. Yeah, but fun. they. Yeah, at the start of the fourth. I mean, they're missing field goals, extra points. Stafford's fumbling the ball on the ten yard line. Um, yeah. But then they took over. Then we uh, we had the soccer game, which was supposed to be the lock of the week for us. With what was it Tatum Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah. They they blow. They have a one nothing lead the entire game, and they blow it with what in maybe like twenty five th- minutes left. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, in in regulation time, not the whatever the dead time is Stoppage. or whatever that silliness is at the end there that they keep playing. But uh, yeah, they pulled it out. So two two uh, two out of three. It's two weeks in a row for us that we uh, you know we took we took the win. So yeah, we're gonna keep it yep. rolling this week. Yeah. So uh, so my game just to jump right into it is um. I like where to go. 
oddly enough, um, it's college football again. Oklahoma. Where the heck did it go? Here it is. Oklahoma to cover. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Oklahoma to cover 37 and a half uh, over Kansas. Uh, I have no idea who their coaches are for either of these teams, the quarterbacks, nothing. But I look at Kansas' schedule. They've lost 38-23 to Coastal Carolina. They lost 47-14. That's a 33-point deficit to Baylor. They lost by 40 to Oklahoma State. They lost by 21 WVU. Lost by 41 to Kansas State. They lost by 30 to Iowa. And none of those teams were ranked. Oklahoma's the first ranked opponent they have. And it's at Oklahoma. Um, I, I just think they're good. I, I, I think Oklahoma. Uh, la, Oklahoma's last game, they beat on the road. They beat Texas Tech, sixty-two to twenty-eight. So, all right. I think they. I think they covered the thirty-seven and a half against Kansas. All right, lock it. Lock it in. Yep, I think they win by fifty, forty or fifty. All right. Forty or fifty, I like it. I like it. What time is that? A Saturday? What time is that? Oh, uh, that is that is on this upcoming Saturday at three thirty. Three thirty. All right. Oklahoma's ranked number nineteen. Okay. All right. Go Sooners. Um. All right. I'm gonna stick with the NFL. Uh, it was a tough week to kind of look through some stuff. A lot of garbage teams are playing each other, and some you know some tough defenses. I'm looking for a bounce back week from the Ravens. I'm gonna take the Ravens minus. I'm at. I got them at one and a half. Do you have? You know. Do you have the line open? Uh, this has two here All on right, the either, score. Either way, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna yeah. take the Ravens to cover that over the okay. Chargers. I think yeah, uh, on the road. I think they'll have a bounce back week. Yeah, I mean, okay. is anything really the road? Uh, yeah, this point. season for the most part. Yeah, other than the travel, but yeah, yeah, I, I hear so. you. Yeah, I'm gonna take, um, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Lamar Lamar's gonna put up big fantasy numbers for you. I'm feeling it this week. Okay, all right. Um, so what's our third gonna be? I I. <sighs> Oh man! Like I, I have a, I have a. Why well, only have one? Great so. feeling, but I, I, I don't say the Steelers. No, no, I got one, so I'm, okay, I'll say mine. Wait. You can see what you're thinking. I don't know if you did. I don't know if you checked the weather report for me. I did. It, Tampa. It, it feels like a trap. Fifty and a half for Saints Bucks. It's up to fifty one and a half now. I mean, it kind of feels like a trap because these teams are, even when they're losing, they're scoring 24, 30 points. Um, I like the over there. What do you? What, what else were you looking at? It's not bad. It's going to be in prime time. So, I mean, there's probably going to be scoring. Um, the, so it, it was 50, 50% chance of rain. Um, it, I think it was going to be a high of 81. I think it was going to be 73 at game time. Okay. Um, so I think the weather will be fine. The thing I was looking at was the Cardinals minus four and a half over the Dolphins. The Dolphins have to go from East Coast to West Coast. The Cardinals um, are coming off by. They're at home. And Tua, I don't, I, that offense really isn't clicking for since Tua. Plus, they're they, out uh, without Miles Gaskin. They, they, they certainly put the hurt on the Rams, though. Yeah, well, they had a, they had a return for a touchdown yeah, and no, a defensive touchdown. Um um, but so I, I, either one of those, I don't, I don't care. I'll go with either one of those. I'll go with the over on the, on the, Let's Saints take the I, I, unless it, unless it absolutely pours and then what are you going to do? But, um, I, I, that just, I mean, it, it does seem like a trap because I, yeah, like what, what are, it's gotta be the what like outside of the weather, like why, why wouldn't those teams like drop 30 on each other? Uh, I don't know. 
Um, because they can't run the ball. So they're gonna just pass, and the quarterbacks are immobile, and they're just gonna tee off on them. Is that is that your way of saying you want to go with the Cardinals? No, I don't care. Let's just <laughs> we we. Uh, so the bigger question is, are we gonna let the whole four hundred bucks ride? TBD. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let, we're gonna let at least we'll 80%. surprise you on the next time. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let most of it ride. Then uh, we're gonna we're gonna try some fun stuff for the uh, for the listeners out there with uh, with our profits because we we're the podcast of the people. We're not uh we're not in it to make a quick buck for ourselves, even though we're doing a great job of that so far. Um, yep. All right, so let's let's lock that let's lock that one in. Um, if anyone... hey, we got we got the Sooners on Saturday. We got uh, um, the Ravens to cover on the road, and then we got the over and the Saints Bucks. Uh, we should have just taken Devin Haney minus eight thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> minus eight thousand to cover. Yeah. Ugh. All right. All right, Drew. I Until like next what, uh, week. I like what we got going. So uh, you know, hit us up. Follow the Twitter, Two Beers Podcast. And, uh, yeah, big kisses, everybody. Peace.